You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, everyone out there. We are diving right into Attack on Titan Final Season Part 3, Episode 1 of Question Mark. The final season. I have uh, the same core four that's always recorded for Attack on Titan there with us. Aaron Yeagerist extraordinaire Doggett is with us. Aaron did nothing wrong, Doggett. And watch out, because she's just as good a shot as Gabby, and she'll take Aaron out. Gina is with us. Ooh. Hi, the other neighbors. You goddamn right. Goddamn right. <laughs> and with us, I always feel it's very special when he's with us. Leader of sequels, Shaq is with us to talk about Attack on Titan. Aaron might have done a couple things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't tell me you came out of retirement just to shit on Aaron. Man, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to Aaron, remember how last time I was like, Aaron did nothing wrong. That first 10 minutes of this episode made me go, you know what? Maybe he was kind of a little off his rocker a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this is like, this <laughs> is like the second part of you where like, just no, Joe's fucked up. <laughs> so, I'm going to give a quick that... synopsis. We're going to give our, our final thoughts. This is an hour episode, which is being toted as a special event. The way that it's structured, I kind of feel like maybe it's three episodes they mash together and say, we got to give them something. It's been almost a year, and it's the final season, and we got nothing to show for it. They could have just made this like a two-hour movie. They really could. Do you guys not want these animators to have a break? Let them go to their families. So Aaron is really starting to embrace what I'm calling his uh, Billy Pilgrimisms. He's unstuck in time. The Attack Titan, the power of Ymir... And Zeke's Triflin have given him foresight into the future, but also into the past, as we have seen in the greatest moment in Attack on Titan history when he coerced his own father. The episode opens up with Aaron walking through a village very casually, realizing that if his plan is going to take effect, everyone in this village will be stomped to death by the rumbling. Later, what ensues is the uh, survivors of the rumbling, his friends, what's left of the scout brigade, trying to formulate a plan to either talk Aaron off a ledge or band together and kill their friend, their comrade, their brother. That's pretty much the gist of this episode. We're going to get into some further details. 
How did you all feel about the one hour final season? I'm not going to say the whole name again. How did you all feel about the episode? Part, part through chapter three, sex, subsection eight. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, I was mad when I found out that this was all we're getting because it's not the actual end. The actual end, quote unquote, is going to be this fall. So I'm just like, why are, why are we doing this? Like, you, you're stretching this out for so long. Like, even by part two, how we were like, oh, this is not going to wrap up. And then for them to go like, all right, no, this isn't the actual wrap up. Nonsense. As an episode, like the content within the episode, liked it a lot. I liked it quite a bit. It was an enjoyable episode. Uh, but this this rigmarole of like bringing us around of like, hey, this is not the end, but the actual end. Like, bro, this really could have just been called like season five or season six or yeah. whatever, whatever season they're on. It's season four. Part seven. Has it been over three it's been years? Like three years of season. <laughs> four. Look how much we've all aged since the first review. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Gina? How did you deal with the horrors of the rumbling and Aaron? Poor Aaron. Oh my god. Um. So Aaron is literally the worst. Like manifestation of a philosophical debate always has been always will be because there will never be an acceptable excuse for literally what we see what pisses me off the most about this episode is this is the biggest i told you so that i've ever witnessed like all of a sudden because you want to start crying real white man tears about how sorry you are at hundreds of millions of people dying it really just, it, it upsets me because it really does show, unfortunately, just how wrong folks are willing to be until they acknowledge that it's wrong and how we all have to suffer the consequences for it. Like, this is a perfect episode to show to a bunch of, like, neo-Nazi folks or people who will, like, ruin the environment for the rest of us. Like, don't be this jackass, bro. Don't start killing people and be like, oof, Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe <laughs> I should have thought this through. Like, maybe. But apart from the clear issue I have with the uh, character choices and motivations, I actually do think this was... The way this was paced is how I wish this entire season was paced, actually. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, I do agree with you, Shaq, when we were speaking on prior to the podcast starting... Uh, I really do actually wish it was just a two-hour movie so we can get it done and over with. That would be great because this is just going on for too long. Uh, but I really did enjoy this episode. I could not take my eyes off the screen. And when the rumbling happened, <laughs> there was no, like, cut to, you know, a quick jump cut. It was like, we're going to show little kids' heads getting squished. Motherfucking died, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they like died, bro. I have never. It, it went Gallagher pretty quick. No, straight up, this is the most horrified I felt at like seeing like an on screen like fictional character that's just like Game of Thrones with like Oberyn Martell. Straight up, I'm just like, this is they animated this <laughs> like everything. No, nah, they got the Mortal Kombat people in. Oh yeah, if Fuck oh. Them Kids was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, you didn't ask me how I felt, so I'm going to say be. how I felt. Um, I'm not ungrateful, so I appreciate what I'm able to get 
You know, I, I want these artists to go home at night. I want them to see their kids. I want them to foster a generation of healthy families. Because I support the labor union, guys. I know, I know you guys don't, but I do. So, I, I won't say any more about that. That's case closed. But this is a great episode of television. This is awesome. This is, when you're, when you're waiting, okay, when was the first season? Like 10 years ago? 10 years ago. When, you're, when, you're, when they keep talking about the rumbling, you know, there's so many things that are hyped up that just don't really, like, live up to it. Like, the long nights. And then you, re- then you see this and you think, you know, if they actually showed the long night for how it's supposed to be, I'd probably, probably be, be, be traumatized like I was with this episode because it delivers the rumbling. Yeah, to your point, it's just, like, you hear it and then, like, the concept of it is, like, pretty rough, but then, like, compared to the size, you're like, okay, it can't be that bad. But then when you see it from the perspective of, like, the civilians have to endure it, you're like, oh, no, this is, like... Every national disaster, like every natural disaster you could think of, times twelve. The impending doom as well, like yeah. the tension of the incoming, what's going to happen to these people is so horrifying. Like parents in this situation with little kids going, are they are those giants coming over here, Dad? What's going to happen to us? And even the parents can't lie to the kids; they just give them a look like we're going to die now, and. I guess people support that who support Aaron Yeager and you had a good run with six years kid. You know, it's just <laughs> horrifying. Well, it's, it's, it's horrifying because it doesn't stop being effective throughout that entire 15 minutes. You know, violence in anime isn't uncommon, but, and horror anime isn't uncommon. It's just, they're not always effective. They don't, they don't elicit this emotion that you're supposed to get because we're so desensitized. But then you're seeing this person being cracked like a watermelon, and you, you feel uneasy, like you shouldn't have eaten before you saw this episode. Yeah, we get a short little backstory of how he just wanted a better life before Aaron personally steps on him. But also, and just even before that, when you just see this child just get fucked up, like, the, the, yeah. like that one scene where he's just getting jumped in an alleyway. <laughs> the shouty, fight back! Dude, yeah, straight up, I was like, this couldn't have been, I wish this was Gabby. That's really what I <laughs> But um, also, but like the main thing I want to talk about this in this episode is like how well the main thing that Attack on Titan has been able to do is just derive complete and total hopelessness and somehow still finding a little flicker of light to shine through that hopelessness, especially when it comes to like, you know, his friends, the ones who are trying to like think about like, what can we do here? These side characters I saw in season one that I figured you'd all die by now. Yeah, like even just them fueling a plane becomes like the most nerve wracking thing ever. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm glad you actually brought that up. And the same to you, Doggett, like the way they build the emotional beats in this episode is done really, 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 like just amazingly well. And for me, I have yet to feel that type of suspense. Like that, like how you brought up, Shaq, that scene with fueling that airplane. When I tell you I was yelling at the screen, clapping, like, can we please make it? Oh, my, for the love of God. You know, it it really gets you invested into this. And I think it speaks to, again, what Doggy brought up about not being desensitized because we spent so much time with these characters, characters we thought would never make it. We're we're watching them make life-changing decisions and just... 
I feel like we've all been on this journey with all of these characters. And to me, it will always be like, God damn it, Gabby. Like, bitch, you had one job. You know what I mean? Like, you feel me? Like, God damn. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I just. Damn, do y'all still hate Gabby as much as Aaron? Oh, no. I, st- I still, listen, it's, it's fuck Gabby forever. Like, <laughs> it is fuck Gabby she, forever. She though. killed Sasha. Aaron can go too. Aaron can go too. <laughs> man. Aaron definitely needs to go. And I and I am glad that this show also points out the actual consequences and like ramifications of one's actions. And I am glad that they showed Aaron to be remorseful, even if it shows that we still don't empathize with Aaron, honestly. Because it really is just like at what cost? To feel freedom? Freedom? <laughs> <laughs> bitch you better go run down the motherfucking street you don't start a motherfucking rumbling because you didn't like the way the world was when you decided to go play fucking Christopher Columbus <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry like that's not how we do things here sir why do my children have to be smushed to death because you didn't like the reality but I appreciate this show bringing up the fact that that really can mess with someone's just entire like sanity because that could be any one of us so i appreciate them like bringing this character to light even if you don't like him it's a they bring up a lot of important conversations that need to be had about how we handle when things really just don't end up going no way types of our way well we're gonna carry that into our final thoughts it's a bit early for final thoughts i know what you're thinking but post thoughts, we're going to go into a spoiler discussion because there are some events that happen in this episode that we should discuss. And we've had a little spoiler bit before this crew. So, Doggett, uh, as the uh, Aaron Yeagerist sympathizer, uh, the most of us. Sympathizer is a strong word. I would say avid supporter, <laughs> hype man. Um, I draw caricatures of Aaron uh, on my free time. You know, I just, just, just the support. But uh, I'm really eager to hear all the sad parts that made you laugh, Brad. Uh, I, I love this episode a lot. I Here's the thing. I hated the show after the second part ended with To Be Continued because the entire time, I said it before in the review, Brad was like, guys, this season's going to go on for another 10 years. Just give it up. It's, it's not ending. And I was like, Brad, no, no. They already did that one time. They don't have the balls to end the second part on a To Be Continued Nobody has the balls to do that. After all the marketing, it's a sure bet. And that morning, they don't even let, wait for the episode to end. That morning they post, hey, uh, part three comes out next year. And the, the vicious anger I felt. The, <laughs> the white hot rage. If I could do a personal rumbling on MAPPA that day, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it, but I'd, I'd look at the button for ten seconds. And, but... They delivered. I mean, kudos to them. They spent the time to animate this, to structure it properly so it flowed. Like, this is probably one of the best episodes. Uh, this is one of the best episodes of Attack on Titan I've ever seen. You could almost show it separately as just a horror movie, I think. And I'm eager to see part two. And these motherfuckers and that with... And part three comes out 2025. I might burn that studio down, but I still have to say... This is a great episode. Nine out of ten. Oh, times you shouldn't have gone back for the money. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, oh, mm. <laughs> Gina, if, if you would please. Uh, I really, you know, if I'm here again with you guys, um, in 2025, that's perfectly fine. However long this needs to take to wrap it up, if that means we're going to get quality content like this, that's fine. Uh, to me, again, this really shows that my dislike for season three, I think, yeah, I think it was season three, is valid. Because if y'all can do this in an hour, y'all could have gave us a better season three. For me, this episode really actually made me think about my life and the choices that I make and how they impact other people. So kudos to Attack on Titan for actually doing the community service that needs to be done. With that being said, if you never watched Attack on Titan and this is where you decide to pick up, I would tell you don't do that. (laughs) You're going to have to suffer through all the seasons like the rest of us, okay? However, I'm telling you right now, it is totally worth it because it's totally worth the wait. So um, I give this 10 out of 10 times... I wanted motherfuckers to get on a plane. (laughs) I don't like that really gave me a panic attack. No lie. Like real talk. Jesus. All right. Shaq. Um, Yeah. This nightmare of an episode. I'm assuming that this is the actual penultimate episode. Hopefully. uh, Because if they do like if for part three subsection eight, it's like, a bunch of like half an hour episodes as opposed to like what this was i'm gonna be livid but it was a very yeah it was a very effective episode it sets up the final stakes uh i love that they kind of settled one argument of like oh what about this for them to go like nah it's not that it's gonna be this so you're gonna get a big finale and i'm very happy about it um yeah this is just it it basically shows all the strengths of what we love attack on titan for the horror and the action and all this stuff in a really good way so I will give it nine people getting crushed by giant feet to death. <laughs> nine out of ten of those. <laughs> so yeah, seconded. I think the rumbling was masterfully done. Uh, that's the best animation I've seen in a horror anime since season one of Attack on Titan when those things were eating people and it was just scary to watch. Uh, just jumping into our spoiler talk after my review, I'll give this one since I am tired of waiting and waiting and waiting. You've had three kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three more. For ten, 10 years. How many kids have I had since I started watching this show? That'll be some fun math <laughs> to do. I'll go with uh, eight out of 10. Really? That guy's still alive and he's still a problem. Really? Damn. <laughs> So let's talk about the mixed emotions flock gives us. Man, okay. Yes. If we're going full spoilers, I <laughs> yes, want to say what I said earlier. <laughs> I am so happy about the fact that they were still trying to talk like, oh, maybe maybe we could talk Aaron out of this. Only for Aaron to go like, nah, nigga, you can't talk about this. We go fight. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he really said. Don't do that talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only, this is the penultimate. Action. See see you at the end of the year for a final battle, and it's probably going to be the best animated, craziest, psychotic. Even Levi was all like, you guys kill who you want. I'm killing the beast. And I'm <laughs> like, let's go. That is good cliffhanger talk right there. 
That is. I'm really excited. Levi is actually one of my favorite characters now. I did not like that character in the beginning. Really? I don't know why. But she doesn't like short dudes. For me, it's the fact that <laughs> No, it's not that. <laughs> First off, you can go somewhere with that information. Thank you. Oh man, Second I gotta stop off, facts. Uh no, it's yeah. <laughs> uh it's for me it's it's the fact that he's about that life mm-hmm. now. Um, which I'm really excited to see just how this is all gonna end up. I'm hoping that I won't see any more character deaths though. But if you're gonna go out, you gotta go out like my homework. Like she really was just like she went out it. like a firework. She went out like a the G, wall. God damn, that is a horrifying death. Yo, right? That was like cannonball bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Yeah, you guys man. gotta settle the debate between me and Brad, because Brad insists she died for nothing, and I say she bought them a good minute. Yeah. She bought them way more than a good minute. Without her, they wouldn't have made it. They would not. It, no, no, they would no, not have made it yourself well, you, okay. I'm not defending oh, no, no, myself. No, no, no. For Brad, context, what, what we're talking about is this plane needs to take off because Flock has ruined everything again. This this guy somehow survived, shot up the engine, and then gets stabbed in the throat and then has his poor, sad little, oh, I guess I'm finally dead now. Han just sees the rumbling coming, and Hans decides, well... One last suicide mission. I'll see you later, Levi. And Levi says, give your heart. So she goes crazy trying to kill these titans that are a part of this rumbling from destroying the plane. And she bursts, literally bursts into flame doing it. Very spectacular death. Crazy animation. Yes. I think she could have stayed behind and they might have made it. No. And then with Flock. Okay. So I have a question, though. Because when they, the last words that he said made me be like, oh man, don't tell me there's going to be another fuck you in your mind scape. Because he was like, if y'all do this, then you're putting these people at risk. Is there anything in this lore where this rumbling actually has to happen? Like in some weird, like multiple timelines, like this had to happen in order for a utopia to be real? Like, was he just talking crazy because he was dying, think, or is there like I think Doctor Manhattan rules where he knows everything up to a certain point, and then there's a lot of blankness. Well, I think Flock was seduced by Aaron's charismatic leadership, but Aaron, as we see in this episode, is the entire world is flattened except us guys. That's my plan. So Flock was always going to get stepped on eventually, and I feel like he didn't realize that, or didn't want to believe that. That's fair. Here's something. uh, I just want to touch on a couple of spoiler points. So Annie, she's awake. She's well. She's relaxed and at peace with herself as much as a person can be after the horror she's lived. And the crew all decides, Annie, she's fought enough. And then they say, Reiner, get your ass on the plane. We're going on a kill mission. How did you guys feel about that? Reiner did more. Reiner did more. But what's going on with how the women are being treated towards the end of this anime where suddenly they're treated like damsels? Like even Mikasa, they're all like, can you do it, Mikasa? Can you find the strength to actually confront Eren? Can your heart do it? With Mikasa, it makes sense considering that's been their whole relationship. And even like all of last season is her getting conflicted with what to do because she's loyal to him. But like to an extent and we already passed that extent. Um, Yeah. But they're still going like, can you do the job if you need to do it? 
Um, yeah, Annie, <clears throat> Annie, I don't know. They're, I feel like they're probably saving it for like she's gonna do like a last minute thing, um, but she's just leaving for now. I, I, I was gonna say we, we just talked about the most badass death in the show. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awful! Just bursting <laughs> into flame while flames while doing. Nobody your best. has a good death on the show, Brad. And she loves Titans, and they ended up like killing her in a horrible way. She would have rather been eaten. If they killed the brother who was the, the the pilot, I was like, if they killed the one black man on this show, I sort of cried. <laughs> Yo, you too? I yes. was waiting for a shack. I was like, all right, y'all already snubbed Angela, goddammit. What the hell else are we going to have to sit through and watch? Y'all got y'all got one time. Count your fucking I days. I was Titan. like, there's so much, there's not much time left. They could still do it in the last second. Just to right, be right, so Shaq, were you scared of all the main characters left to play? characters i'm like listen i'll see y'all the next episode y'all might not make it but that's cool but you you don't have the the fucking backpacks you could die right now if they, if exactly. they smash that plane <laughs> goes out like the character from black dynamite yes. <laughs> on the helicopter <laughs> so we see the horrors of the rumbling we see aaron pretty much bring them into the eldian all is one one is all tree that's very reminiscent of uh, Yadrasil, the uh, uh, Netherlands type of mythology, and say, we are going to fight, and that's the end of it. Do you all feel like there is going to be a fight, or is there still talking? And this will be our closing spoiler point. Do you feel that one of them can be like, but Aaron, let's let's remember when we were I mean, kids. I Armin's still going to do that. Well, it's that's an anime, Armin's Brad, nature. so it's going to be both. <laughs> it's gonna... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like be we're past the point of talking honestly yeah. there's there's so much loss of life and it and it's one of those moments where he's he cannot go back on his word or it would just be a waste i don't want aaron to go back on. i don't want you to change aaron mind aaron had so many chances to sit up here and do things so differently and be way smarter but he ultimately felt like this was his only option even though it wasn't so for me it's like fuck all that talking shit bro you're gonna get one in between the motherfucking eyes right here you little piece of shit <laughs> i'm ready for someone to take that little fucker out bro, for real real talk bro yeah. ain't no talking bro aaron's no. not kylo no. ren you don't, no. don't give him redemption he's not even gonna get the sword yeah. he's gonna get the full like rocket spear in his head yes <laughs> And then the whole, like, just spray coming out of slow motion is like this orgasmic, like, here you go. Here you go. There's, there, that's what I wanted to see. Season, season four, part seven is just going to be literally just, all they need to do is just put a, a poster that's literally just the words negativity. That's it. Yeah. You had something to say, Doggett, before we go? I was going to say, as audience members, if... If we could have chosen not to have the rumbling happen and not see it happen, would you would you change that? Or is that morbid part of you still like, I mean, I still play the bad part of Undertale. Oh, yeah. I'm here for <laughs> motherfuckers dying, though. That shit was crazy. Like, that was, like, the best horror movie ever, man. I'm I, That shit. Because, like, to me, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, yo, where would I run? But then everything got set on fire because they so hot. So they scorching the earth while they stomping on niggas. So ain't nowhere for you to go. And so it's just like, I guess I'll just go underground, right? Like, that's probably... Then I was like, people are stupid. Why don't you just go underground? 
Like, they, you could have just went yeah. underground. Who, but, know, who knows what's, what, what's going to happen to humanity after the rumbling. Whether Aaron succeeds That's true. Or not, we'll find out in the fall. Whether Armin Mikasa and the scouting corps succeed or not, we'll find out in the fall. Uh, just in closing, Aaron does say something that's also very horrifying and to his character. Armin would always talk about what's across the sea, the blue ocean, and we found out, and I was disappointed. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. That's, like, even, even if he's evil, he still has the ability to draw bars like that. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not dropping bars. He sounds like a little fucking spoiled brat. Oh, no. He's, so, oh. Listen, he's a piece of shit, but it's still a bar. A bar right? is a bar. Like, I was disappointed. It's like when you try to get, get away from American racism, but then you realize, ah, oh, man, all these, all these other countries are racist, too. Hey. And that's when you just smoke a blunt, you know? 